Hey, 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 you guys. I pray you all are doing well on today. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you may be around the globe. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Today is a great day. Why? Because you are here in the land of the living. You are kingdom citizens, change agents, ready to do the will of the Father. I greet you, Kateris K. Adarine Su. I grace and peace unto you today. I greet you in the name of our Father, for who is truly worthy to be praised. Come on in the room, and if you have not subscribed, to the channel please subscribe i will appreciate you come on join the tribe please subscribe and join the tribe yes 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 well on today i just want to come out of the book of titus in the new testament book of titus and on the things that i was pondering and asking god and seeking his face about he began to take me to the book of titus so I'm, I'm not going to read the whole book, but I am going to, it's only a short, if you think about it, Titus is one of the shortest books of the Bible. And on chapter one, is only 16 verses. But the book of Titus is a short book with some impactful blows, right? It is filled with authoritative communication and candid blunts. Of commands. We know that Paul was the writer in this, well, Paul was mostly the one who was writing this letter to Titus. Paul, who was a bondservant, a slave, and he was a apostle of Christ or agent for Christ, one who promoted the faith among the elect. Or the chosen generation. And Paul didn't mind speaking the truth. So if I were to leave with you anything on today. Just brief nuggets on today. It would simply be everything going to be alright. Everything's going to be alright. As I was sleeping. I seen this mouthpiece and... The mouth, I don't know the gender, but the mouthpiece was like speaking in my ear, you know, kneeled down and spilled in my ear. And that's the thing that I heard. That's the words that I heard. Everything's going to be all right. So that's confirmation to us to know that God's got this. No matter what it is, how it is, what it feel like, how it feel like, God got us and he has it. Everything's going to be all right. So in the midst of Book of Titus, they were getting out of the accurate word and sound doctrine, acknowledging the truth, right? The New King James Version declares, according to the godliness, they were starting to be godless people. They wasn't doing anything according to what they knew to do. Paul was not messing around when he wrote the letter to Titus. Not only listening to the word, but how to respond rightly to it. 
Some can quote, and we know this. Some can quote, some can speak, some can teach, but refuse to apply to their daily lives. Paul's aim was to raise hope to point in the way to life without end. God promised us eternal life and we know that he cannot lie. That's the greatness that we know of our father. He cannot lie because this was promised before time had even begun that I will be with you even until the end of time. We serve a father who doesn't break promises. Verse 3 declared in due time manifested his word through preaching in due time because we've been preaching and teaching and seeking God's face on three things. He said in manif- in time, in due time, the manifestation of his word is going to come to pass. But you keep preaching. You keep teaching. You keep speaking. You keep living and being what God called us to be. When you stand publicly, what are you speaking? Ponder that question. When you stand publicly, what are you speaking? What are you teaching? What are you preaching? What are you prophesying? Because the Bible declared in due time manifested his word through preaching. God said my word will come to pass, but you have to preach my word. You have to teach my word. I can't bring something to pass that is of you. So upon on that question, when you stand publicly, what are you speaking? God has entrusted us, born-again believers, to proclaim his message, not our message. Titus was a true, when the Bible declared he was a true son, a legitimate son. He wasn't a bastard. He wasn't an orphan. He was a true son. What are you? Who are you? Because now we see a lot of bastards running rampant, orphan spirits running rampant, disobedient children running rampant, and the like in the house of God. And so the same way that Paul was telling Titus, you know, we got to get this together. This can't be. It's the same way now. And if we do according to the will of the Lord, everything will be all right. But we have to do according to the will of the Father. This is the reason some of us was left in the places we thought we should have been left from. Let me say that again. This is the reason some of us was left in the places we thought we should have been left from. You thought I should have been left from here by now. I should have done this and done that. I should have been further ahead. But then sometimes God left us in charge in that place to set in order the things that are lacking. Titus was left in crate. So he could complete what was left undone. Leaders are only appointed by the instructions of the Lord. So why do we get mad when God has ordained, sanctified, and appointed people to do such a work? Why do we even get mad at ourselves because we feel we are still in a place that we should have been had left from? What are you doing to make changes? 
or or is the environment changing you? Do we question? Do we even ask questions when one is called? Even to the place that when we know that somebody is getting ordained or somebody's been an elder, somebody's been a bishop in the fivefold ministry, whatever the case may be, but do we ask a question when one is called? Or are we just prone to giving titles without interviewing the characteristics? It's time out for just issuing papers and giving titles to people that you already know are not living according to the standards of God. Even the message Bible declared in this same chapter. As you select them, ask. As you select them, ask. Is this man or woman well thought of? Think about it. Think about the the people that we have just given, just throwing titles to and throwing paper to. Have they been well thought of by the people? Or they still get nasty attitudes with the people? Is he or she committed to their spouse? Or are they still running around with other spouses and singles? Are the children believers? Or are they wayward children? Do they respect their parents and stay out of trouble? It is important as church leaders who is responsible for the affairs of kingdom building to be looked up to, not throwing their weight around, not being pushy, not being arrogant, not being self-willed, not being short-tempered, not being a drunken, not being a bully, not being money-hungry, not been looking like you got mental issues, but what are you doing? God said we are to be blameless. It's sad to see people come into the house of the Lord and sit like they are zoned out. Like they are numb to everything. And I know there are times in our life that we all go through that point. But we should be able to know that when I come to the house of the Lord, the living God, it's a house of refuge. I should find safety, not looking like I need to be in somebody's mental institute. And I'm not saying that to be... Uh, uh, belittle anybody but at the same time if there's some stuff going on with you mentally get help there's so much is a stick there are so many stigmas to the ch- black churches especially black churches and mental health black churches and counseling black churches and therapists black and therapy black ca- church and and knowing uh, i don't need no pill because i got prayer prayer is good let me tell you something i tell people all the time prayer Peel and still being sealed is what God is calling for if it's needed. Yes, God is the healer. God is Jehovah Jireh. God is our provider. God is Jehovah Rapha. God is our healer. But at the same time, if you need to find balance, go to somebody that God, look, he called the counselors. He said in the multitude of safety, there is in the in counselors, in the multitude of safety, there is counselors. In the midst of being in a counselor presence, it's good to know that somebody's there to help me and help us get through this point or wherever we may be in our life because some things come to knock up the pure breath out of us. But at the same time, he said, I am the counselor, but you may have to see a counselor. He's still the great, awesome and mighty counselor, but there are times that we may need to see a counselor. And that's all right. 
That's all right. The same way you go to the doctor if you got some problems going on with your body. The same way you go to the doctor and get a, a diagnosis or find out what's going on. Jesus said, I am a name above every name. So what are you taking to him to be able to deal with? If you don't take the name to him to deal with the issue, how can he heal the issue? And see, the thing about Jesus, he's not only want us to be like the 10 lepers to be healed, but he wants us to be like that one to be whole. To be whole in every area because we realize I had to come to him. I'm healed, but I need to be not only delivered, but I need to be whole. And only Jesus, the great priest, the great counselor, is the one who's able to do that. But he give us wisdom and he give the professionals wisdom and to know how to help you come deal with that. He, even if it's with coping mechanisms, if it's with, you know, things of the, the nature that we need to just, you know what? I need to just take a walk. I need to just take some time, 10, 20 minutes to get myself together. If it's in the point of mindfulness, I need to get my mind together. If it's in the point of, of just, you know, sitting in meditation, I need to get my mind together. Because the mind can run rampant and it can run rampant quick. The enemy loves an idle mind. That's his workshop. That's his playground. But knowing who you are and knowing the things that God called you to do, understand there are some times that you need the help of others to get you there, to find that balance, to find that structure. And it's perfectly okay. But in the midst of this, we can't just keep giving people titles. And I, and I think about this thing so so. I just think about this. It's just so it's a height of my mind to just think, continue to think about this because I see so many times people who are already dealing with so much and they think because I get a title or if I get these papers, I'm okay and I don't have to deal with it. But then they go into a worse state. They go into a worse state of mind. And I'm thinking, if you're in this state of mind, how are you praying for somebody else? How are you helping somebody else? Are we blameless? I know some leaders who can preach fire from heaven and lay everyone out, but are you blameless? Yes, you are anointed and appointed, but are you pure? Are your motives pure? Or are you still trying to do the get back? Get You get me, I'm going to get you. Or oh, I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to hit you. You hit me, I'm going to hit you. That's pettiness. And it needs to stop. God didn't call any petty kids. But he called us to be pure in heart. For we shall see the kingdom of God. The sanctuary. And I'm not just going to say the church because we are the church. Each individual vessel is the church of God. But the sanctuary is filled with rebels. The sanctuary is filled with insubordinates who don't have a good grip on their own self, more or less the word of God. They are full of idle talk. And this ain't my word. This is the word of the living Lord. Look at the book of Titus. Read it. The Bible's declared they are full of idle talk and deceiving words. 
loose and confusing and deceiving talk. They're just saying whatever comes to mind. Whatever I want to say, however I want to do to make you look bad or to make you feel him. The, the one thing about the God, the Bible saying the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. The enemy is the one with all the word curses. The enemy is the one that want to make people look bad. There's a difference in rebuke and embarrassment. And some people, because they feel like I can't rebuke you in a godly way, I'm going to try to embarrass you. In an earthly way. But it bounced back to you. It, it ricocheted back to you. Because so as a man sow it. He shall also reap. But listen to those who have loose. Confusing and deceiving talk. The Bible declares. Especially those of circumcision. It, 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 the, in the midst of the, the idle talk. And the deceiving words. He said those who. Of circumcision should know better. But he said these are who are doing it. Who are the ones of circumcision? The ones who are brought up in religious or traditional ways. And should know better. But are the worst ones. They are the worst ones to doing. What God tell us not to do. Verse 11 declares. Whose mouth must be stopped. Whose mouths must be stopped. God said this is a season. I preached a message before. By way of Holy Ghost. That said be not afraid. But it's time. It's time to stop a lot of this stuff. That we see just going on. And we know it's not right. You feel it's not right. Holy Spirit done confirmed it's not right. So we have to deal with that. Verse 11 declares. Whose mouths must be stopped. Must stop bringing all this shame to the body of Christ. And it also said who subverts. Who subverts. And S-U-B-V-E-R-T. Which simply means overthrow, destroy, and undermine in an entire house. You have people in leadership positions. Who are destroying People houses by the lies that they say disrupting families with their teaching. They're literally disrupting families with their teaching, teaching things they ought not for the sake of dishonest gain. Whether you want to keep a crowd or whether you want to keep a few church members or whether you want you put cause and separation in the house of God. And it should not be. It's sad when one of your own speaks about you. Even in this, in, in the Bible, the Bible said, nevertheless, no, the Bible said in, it was one of their prophets in Crete that were getting ready to speak about them and sell all about them. And nevertheless, and we are in a season where one of our own or one of our own prophets who knows what the, we are doing and doing wrongly will speak against the foolery that has been done. Even in Titus, one of the prophets of Crete declared to the declared the Christians, the Christians are always liars, evil beasts, self-indulgent, sexually promiscuous, lazy gluttons. This was one of their own speaking this about them. One of the prophets of Crete declared the Christians are always liars. Liars from the womb, perpetual liars, evil beasts, 
barking dogs. Barking dogs. I bark when every time I see somebody pass by that I don't like. Self-indulgent. It's always about me, myself, and I. Everything is about you. If you listen to people long enough, and you have, and I, and I shared with the church one time before, I said, you listen to people conversation long enough, you will hear where, who's in control. Because if you never hear, it's only by God's grace that I can do what I do. But you can't do what I do. You can't do what I do. Then you, you doing it by yourself. Where's God in the midst? Sexual promiscuity. People running around doing everything that they big and bad enough to do. Man with man, woman with woman, man and woman, husband and wife, going on trips. Wife sleep with another pastor, getting pregnant by the pastor. This is what we see in the house of God going on. And we think it's right. We think because we behind a sacred desk that God is not going to dispose us. I already shared last month, last week, last, and I'm going to keep on sharing that this is the season that God is exposing some mess. He's exposing some of that inner mess that's going on in his house and using his name as a, as a cover up. And it's not going to happen. God is exposing it. He doesn't care who it is. He done gave far chances of warnings and people are still doing against what he told them to do. Leaders in the house of God. And he is exposing them even now. Liars. God said perpetual liars. Everything will be alright though. But we have to stop the disease talk. It's spreading too far. And people are dying from thinking that they can live any kind of way. And it's not so. Holiness is still right. Righteousness is still right. Not a rogue spirit, but righteousness. And what is Crete? Who was Crete? Crete was an island in Greece, the 88th largest island in the world. Paul was concerned what was going on in the churches and he had a, that he had established. Paul was concerned what was going on in the churches that he had established. The Christians believed Greek gods were mere men and women elevated to deities through benevolent service and gifts to mankind. It was recorded. It was recorded that even Zeus was buried there. Zeus was some, uh, uh, who was a god. He was one who loved to seduce women. Do you understand that? He was the one to love to seduce women by any means necessary. Even by assuming God-like characteristics to get what he wanted. Don't we see that today? Don't we see that today? Zeus assumed the form of a husband to get a woman in bed and then resorted to lying when seduction didn't work. In, ex in essence, he was a liar. He was a womanizer. It amazes me how people take pride in folks and leaders' shady character when we know it is not of God. You got people that will go to bats for people when you know that just what you heard and what you know for yourself and, and, 
evidence proved that they were caught in the, that act of adultery, caught in some. Yeah, you love them, but at the same time, it's about love covers and love exposes. Love covers and love also exposes. But it amazes me how people take pride in their leaders knowing their shady character when, when we know it's not of God. Nothing written in scripture is about that. That we see. Paul dealt with it first. And it's still going on in the house of God. People don't want to deal with the spirit that they see being carried in and brought in. Even to the point that you see things going on in the house of God and you turn a blind eye. No, deal with it. God can be trusted to carry out his redemptive promises for the good of his people. And that's a cashier's check in the bank. God's going to do what he said he want to do to carry out his redemptive promises for the good of his people. Folks today are looking for more, more like Zeus than Jesus. Folks today are looking more like Zeus than Jesus. We are followers of Jesus. That means progressively transforming into his image, not our image. Not just justifying our wrong to try to make it right. No. Wrong is wrong. And right is right. We as followers of Jesus must mean that we are progressively transforming into his image. We can't allow the gospel of Jesus to become unattractive. Giving the gospel a bad reputation. It's time out for that. So we understand the urgent letter from Paul to Titus. Instructing him to straighten up the house. It's time for you to straighten up the house. That's why you're still there. That's why you're still there. You asked yourself a question, God, why am I here? God said, I need for you to do some work. Stop complaining and remaining in the same situation, but start changing some stuff. It's your prophecy that needs to be opened up your mouth and declare and decree and whatever you see. What God is speaking to you. Whether you're on your job, whether you're in the, in the sanctuary, whether you're in the marketplace, it does not matter. You are there to be a change agent and an agent of change. So we understand the urgent letter. It was urgent for Paul to write Titus, instructing him to straighten up and clean house. We are to model the kind of integrity and gospel ethics because I think a lot of times people have forgotten the gospel ethics. I'm just going to do what the heck I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I want to do it. No, that's not right. We are to model the kind of integrity and gospel ethics which runs Contrary to the the Christians' value system. The Christians was out there doing anything, everything they were big and bad enough to do. We as the body of believers who know who their God is and carry the weight of his name, we shouldn't be out there just doing any and everything thinking we are still 
exempt from getting chastised. No, you are the first one. And if you are tearing the house, tearing up stuff, I told somebody the other day, the other month, I told them, this is what I shared with them. The Holy Spirit given to me. I said, Holy Spirit, how can you be able to decipher? I said, you know all things. You are the one who knows all things. How can we discern a tear? I said, we should be able to discern it, right? And the Holy Spirit said, you can discern a tear. He said, because I was preaching about the tears in the wheat. He said, let me tell you something. He, the Holy Spirit said, let me tell you sh- something. Let me share something with you. You'll be able to t- discern, discern, excuse me, the tear from the wheat because the tears tear up everything. They're going to tear up the ministry. T-A-R-E is going to T-E-A-R the ministry. Tears, tears up the ministry. That's how you can discern which one is which. Because if you're not there to upbuild and uplift, you are tearing it down. But it was Titus who was to rebuke and kick out false leaders who are in it for dishonest gain. Titus didn't realize why he was still there. But Titus was chosen to be the one to be the one to rebuke and kick out false leaders, false teachers, false prophets, false preachers. It doesn't even matter. False imposters who are in it for dishonest gain. Be not afraid, but it is time. Be not afraid, but it is time. And everything's going to be all right when you do it according to the will of the Lord. Everything's going to work out fine. Why? Because he gave you the authority to allow it. His authority to allow things to be of naught or things to be come to pass in manifestation. But God left you to do it. Yes, we can be agents of change and change agents in such a corrupt culture. We can be agents of change and change agents in such a corrupt culture. And I'm so grateful for the grace of God that can train the grace of God that can educate, the grace of God that can renew our minds on how to live out spirit and power faithfulness within the world system. God said, I've given you the power and authority. I give it to you. What are you doing with it? I've given you the keys. What have you done with the keys? Or you keep losing the keys. Everything we have to send the enemy at flight. God said, I've already given it to you. I've already given it to you. What are you doing with it? Most of the time, people get into the complaint mode because they don't want to deal with it and they make excuses for why they don't want to deal with it. No more excuses in this season. Do what God called you to do. If you got to be the only one, be the only one. But make some changes. You are not only is, is the word of God changed our life, but we should be able to help somebody else change their life, the trajectory of their life. The trajectory of their life. 
everything changes when we change into the image of God. Not looking like ourselves, but looking like him. Who is the author and the finisher of our faith. God loves us that much to have somebody to come and correct us. It's up to us to receive the correction. It's up to us to see the receive the reprimand. It's up to us to receive the rebuke. And not get mad and run and leave the church and condemn the church and talk about the church everywhere you preach, teach, and you just you just spilling blood everywhere. Everywhere. Get healed. Inner healing. It is your portion. Inner healing. It is your portion. Because whenever people have unhealed wounds, we begin to see those unhealed wounds splatter on everybody. You're just bleeding on everybody. But healing is our portion. It is the children's bread. It's up to you. If you want to be healed, delivered, whole, and made free. Alright, good people. Ty Tribbett gave us our exit. This is an instrumental if you have not yet subscribed, please do. Whether it's the podcast with Mental and Love Notes 101 or the YouTube channel, Prophetess C.L. Suz, subscribe to the tribe today. All right, good people. This is your girl, Prophetess C.L. Suz. Much love. And I pray God's blessing be upon you to stand in the authority that God has given you. Amen. God bless you.